Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here we go on a Friday morning. Glad you have made us a part of your day and... Joining us for this weekend, the final weekend without SEC football for three months plus. That's good news. That's good times. You're darn right. Not going to be a single hiccup, smooth sailing. That's what we're going to believe. Darn right. We're going with that. Until told otherwise. Until told otherwise. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. Strange Brew is rolling back again, man. and it's, Everybody's back in town. It's good times. So you, you, you've, you've done a great job of keeping those guys busy throughout all these, this craziness. want to keep that going. Make sure you're heading by every morning or in the afternoon. Whenever you need a little boost, head by Strange Brew Coffee House there on University Drive and on Highway 12 West. And, of course, if you want to treat yourself Today, no better way place to do it than churn and spoon with all that delicious handcrafted ice cream. All the frozen treats a man, woman, or child deserves, and it, it, you do deserve it, Joel. One day you're gonna you're gonna just wake up and you're gonna be like, "Today's the day. I'm gonna get a milkshake, not a, not a protein milkshake either, not a smoothie made with kale. Talk about chocolate, caramel, whipped cream. It's gonna happen. It might, but you know my philosophy here." Just Why saying, do that when you can get the extra slice of pizza? I'm just saying one day you're just going to be in the middle of the afternoon. You know what? It's not dinner time. I'll be hungry again at dinner time. Right now, I want a milkshake. I want a sundae. Give me more savory over sweet. I'm just, you, you, just, you just can't just can't go with it, can you? You just can't, you know? If you came in here, you're like, oh, hey, Dad, one day is going to be the day you want a cup of coffee. Oh, I could come, Joel. I'll sell for you. You're not selling for me over there. If we were in the ring, I'd tag you for real. <laughs> sell for me. I'm a me. man of conviction. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I'm gonna make up for it though. Shane knows this uh-huh. by spending all my money on I'm the other side. Them, I'm like, next time he comes in here, just dump a cup of sugar in his coffee. Let's, we'll just well, get, I mean, we'll let's, get him one way or the let's other. Let's be honest here. The uh, the albino squirrel and some of the things that you know I enjoy has sugar in it, Brian. I'm not adverse to eating some sugar or drinking some sugar, as the case may be. Yes, that's yes. So, all right, I enjoy a little bit of sweet every now. And yeah, all right, all right. You're sweet sometimes. I can be. That's what they tell me. Uh, collegecorner.com, they got a sweet deal for you right now. <laughs> if you just go there right now and uh, t- search for the gift card and buy one, it's 30% off. They've been doing this sale. I mean, this has been the, the most constant thing in America through all this. Everything else changes every day with this, with, with the COVID and with cancel culture and murder hornets and, God, and hurricanes and God knows what else. But you know one thing for sure. You can get 30% off a gift card purchase at collegecornerstore.com, and then you can turn around and go to either of their two locations in Jackson, in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet and Flowood by the Half Shell, and you can buy something awesome that's maroon and white. So why don't you do that today? 
Advantage Business Systems wants you to know right now is the time for your business to be working for you, not you working for your business. Right now, if you need to upgrade anything technology-wise around your office to make sure that everything's running as smoothly and as efficiently as possible, now's the time, and Advantage Business Systems is the place. They have the solutions that you need to keep your business running smoothly. 45 years of experience makes that the uh, the case, so call them today at 844-833-6245. Or visit them online at absms.com and find out why Advantage Business Systems make, helps your business do business. All right. We got, we got a lot going on today. <laughs> yeah, we do. We got Including uh, a, a podcast. Yes, that's, that's, that's the main thing. <laughs> that's the main thing we have. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to do two positional breakdowns today. Uh, we'll just get them all wrapped up. We'll do the safeties and then we'll do special teams. Um and with the safeties, Joel, we're just sort of back to square one, aren't we? We're back to we've got questions. I will say this: this is a position where I, there's two guys I like. There's two guys I feel pretty good about with Marcus Murphy and Fred Peters. Marcus Murphy, especially to me, might be the most talented guy on the defense. Let's start with him. You know a lot about him. You do a really good story about him and his, his you know his his situation with his child being at risk and the whole COVID thing. But he's he's you know. Brave, he's going to brave it out and uh, and go for it, and I think he's going to. I think he's poised to have a really good season. State's going to rely on him to be a different. He has to be a difference maker. It's not enough for him to be good, is it? Yeah, he he's got to be really good, and and all the talent in the world is is there. I think he will be really good. I think he will have a strong year. Um, here's my question to you as pertains to Marcus Murphy. Have we unfairly, at this point, labeled him as being this guy that is a superstar or for for this team? I mean, superstar, maybe not nationally or whatever, but for Mississippi State's purposes, you know, a star. Whereas he didn't play just a ton. Yes, I get what you're saying, but he played four games last year and had two picks. Yeah. So I mean, if I extrapolate that, he would have had six and a half. So. <laughs> I mean, I think he's that talented. This guy was one of the top players in, in high school, coming out of high school. I agree with you on you know, all that. A, a super talented athlete. I, I think he's got all the skills to be a ball-hawking safety, a guy who can make a difference for MSU in the secondary. So, you know, here's the thing, Joel. If you don't put high expectations on someone, well, the team's just going to suck, isn't it? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it was like, I mean, oh, well, I don't want to put any high expectations on anybody on the roster. Well, then you're going three and seven. Yeah, if you're going to put high expectations on anyone on this defense, I'm Marcus put, Murphy's probably like two behind Errol Thompson. I got Errol high Thompson. expectations for Kylan Hill. I got high expectations for uh, for KJ Costello. I'm going to put high expectations on Marcus Murphy, and he, he can, you know, the difference in the the other names though, they have a longer they track do have record. a longer track record, but. Let's look at it like this. Let's say Mississippi State had signed. I don't know who the number one defensive safe, the number one safety in high school football was a season ago. I don't know who it was. But if they had signed that guy, I'd have been like, I expect him to come in from day one and be a difference maker for Mississippi State, and nobody would fault me for that. No, this guy's a two year player. He's he's played plenty of snaps. He's a leader. We know that we know the talents there. I'm putting high expectations on him. Yeah, and I don't I don't have and I don't have I don't have any qualms about doing that from a I'm worried about him perspective and I don't have any qualms about doing that from I'm worried about my prediction perspective. I think he's going to deliver. Yeah, and I don't disagree with anything that you said. Um, I just think it bears mentioning it, it feels like he's been talked about like he's been this three-year star going into year four kind of deal and yeah, he okay. really hasn't played a ton. 
That said, I'm 100% on board with you in that his skill set, his athleticism, what we've seen him do, everything leads you to believe that he's going to be a playmaker. And as you look at State's safeties, and particularly when you look at what they've got behind them, which, again, as we've said numerous times the last few days, it's kind of a grab bag of don't know what you're going to get. He's going to have to. You know, he's going to have to be that guy. He's going to have to be one of the major playmakers on defense. And and if he's not, you know, if Marcus Murphy has a a, – if you told me today that we get to the end of the year and you're like, well, Marcus Murphy's non-existent, well, then that means State had a lot of problems. I agree with that. Now, speaking of unfair expectations, maybe, I think last year we put those on Fred Peters. I think last year there was a lot of talk and I blame thought. I blame Bob Shoot for making me think Fred Peters was gonna there was a, do thought, a there lot. was a thought a line of thought for a while though that that was a guy who was gonna come in and just replace Jonathan Abram and just be that guy and he wasn't he didn't even start most of the year um, but that said his name his name might have come up more consistently in this offseason than anybody else it's come up a lot that's that's fair. Uh, He's one of the names, he and like Jaden Wally, those are two of the names that we've heard kind of brought yeah, up multiple yeah. times that maybe coming into this preseason camp you may not have expected to hear as much as we have. Um, but yeah, this is now two staff. Because look, I, I was joking a minute ago, but Bob Shoup loved Fred Peters. He, he thought that all the talent in the world was there for him. And now apparently this new staff likes him as well. So there's obviously something there. You know, there, there's obviously something in his skill set and, and the way he handles himself and plays that he has the talent and the ability to be another playmaker in the secondary for State. Uh, he hasn't really, you know, done a ton yet in maroon and white, but it, it should give you listening, uh, rooting for Mississippi State, a lot of hope to know that now two coaching staffs have looked at Fred Peters and thought, that's a guy I can win with. Yeah. So uh, between Peters and Murphy, I know that – after that, it's kind of who knows, mm-hmm. but that's a darn good start. That's a good start. I mean, you look at the linebackers, and we only had one guy. We were like, we feel good about him. The cornerbacks, one guy, we feel good about him. Now we got two. It feels like a, you get three. That's a winning streak. Uh, I think the next guy is a guy we talked about. Was it last week when we, or maybe earlier this week, when we talked about guys who aren't getting mentioned a lot? But that's Colin Duncan. Yeah, I think that's the third safety in this group. I don't know quite how they're going to line up. I think. If you said for me to pick, I think I'm going to go Marcus Murphy as the free safety here. I think he's got the, the most speed. I like Colin Duncan maybe as the strong safety, and Fred Peters as 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 one of these nickelbacks. And that's something you know we've got to consider. Yeah. And then you know we got to find another nickelback. Obviously, I guess there's not really a, a strong safety. So I guess I'm saying Peters and ooh, well then maybe I want to change that up. Maybe I want Duncan as the free, and I want. Because maybe I think I want Marcus Murphy to be a little more active in the run, maybe closer to the line of scrimmage, a guy who could bring some pressure. So yeah, Murphy and maybe Murphy and and Peters are my nickelbacks with Duncan as my free. Yeah, are, are they that calling makes, that? Are they calling that dog safety? Is that what they're, I think it's just called nickelback or just nickelback? Yeah, I think dog. Yeah, safety because is, I guess that's a Joe Lee Dunn. Yeah, I guess Tony Hughes is the nickelback. The nickelbacks coach. coach yeah. Um, man, I hate I hate doing this because I really do feel like beating dead horses and going in circles, but. I don't know that there is anyone that sits behind a microphone or types on a computer 
or tries to be an expert on Mississippi State that can definitively tell you what state's going to get its safety behind Marcus Murphy right. or Fred Peters. No, they can't. I mean, we can sit here all we want and say, oh, you know, we've heard good things about Colin Duncan or this, that, and the other. And yeah, and they may go out there and, you know, get a pick a game and be a superstar. Mm-hmm. But at this juncture, man, it is, again, as it is at a lot of these positions, particularly at the depth department, a humongous question mark. And if those guys, and it doesn't have to be all of them, it doesn't have to be, you know, Colin Duncan and then the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, just one or two of them yeah. need to take that step forward to just be reliable. Yeah. Don't have to be, you know, locked down, yeah. whatever. You need, just provide you need to be good. snaps. Not great, just good. You know, a, 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 a good defense, a great defense, only has like a couple of true superstars. And then you go to the rest of the guys are just good. You know, you had you got spoiled in 2018 when you had three three guys who were superstars. And then at that time, Errol Thompson was playing at a superstar level. Hell, I mean, I, hell, I put four. Dantzler was a superstar. So you had like four or five guys that were either superstars or playing at that kind of level. We'll find out what kind of player Errol Thompson is for sure this year. And then you had good players around them: Gary Green, Leo Lewis, you know, uh, uh, Mark McLaurin, uh, Maurice Swinman. They, they were good, and that's why you have a dominant defense. To have a good defense, you just need a couple of guys that are stars, and everybody else just plays at a, high, a relatively high level, and at an SEC level, where they, you just don't want to be able to point out at a guy and say he looks out of place. You don't want that. I think you can have that with this defense. I think you know the next safeties on the list. You know, we've heard some about Landon Guidry. Uh, we've heard some about um, – I'm trying to remember the, the kid's name. I had it just a second. Don't, don't have to go far down the list to no. get to, to no names. You know, J.P. You know? Purvis is the guy that looks like he's come all the way back from that uh, from the injury that he suffered uh, in, the, in the car wreck. C.J. Morgan, what you going to get out of him? C.J. Morgan, I don't know what you're going to get at him early in the season, though. Yeah. He might be a little bit lower. And then so the X-factor guy in this to me is Janari Dean, the true freshman out of South Panola. People love him, uh, a guy that they're really, yeah. really enthralled with. I think he's going to be a big time player in the future. I mean, Mississippi State. But what like can he his, do this year? Yeah, between like his recruiting profile and, and what people think of him, and I mean, if CJ Morgan gets healthy, that's a guy that you know that can play at an SEC level, yeah. and you feel good about. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're looking at this position group and thinking, oh, you know, Marcus Murphy and Peters and a bunch of trash. I mean, that, that's right. not that's not the case. Bunch of trash. I mean, that's <laughs> that's not the case at all. You got a bunch of guys here with a bunch of potential, uh, but you know, I'm not the first to say it, but potential just means they they hadn't they done, done it yet. yet. Yeah, and, and we haven't left out. We don't have Sean Preston as well, another guy with I think potential. That's another guy who's a big hitter in high school. We'll see what he can do at the college level. I think this is a position that has sort of what you said, Murphy and Peters. I feel like we know enough about. They're going to be okay. Uh, I feel like you know we know C.J. Morgan when he gets back, he can do some things. Janari Dean was pretty highly recruited. Colin Duncan is an interesting prospect. You know, I think you got, I mean, if you got, that's five, six guys there, right? That's that's enough. That's going to be enough to get through. Assuming, you know, you're going to have some injuries, obviously, but that's a good enough group, I think. I also think that Kyle Cass is a guy, I know he's playing corner right now, but he could become a safety if he needed to. I think he's got that kind of versatility, you know. So we'll see. I, to be totally honest with you, I mean, when you look back at cornerback with Furge and, and and Forbes, if one of those guys is going to, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against playing Forbes as one of the nickelbacks, you know, because he's going to have the coverage skills for sure. So you know, just just to get the best guys on the field, 
Yeah. Feels like that might be the best way to go. So this is an interesting position. It's got some star power, which you can't say everywhere for Mississippi State. Uh, and it's got some 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 guys that have proven it. You know, Peters has played. Morgan Walk, CJ Morgan has played. Um, you know, and then we'll have to see. Colin Duncan, I guess, is just sort of the. If he's good, this could be a good unit. Yeah. If he's not good, then you got some issues. Well, if he's not good and somebody else is good, then you're in yeah, the same but, spot. But but he seems you, like the most likely. You need him. You need him to be just if he can be. And look, I know Mark McLaurin led the SEC in, in interceptions as a. Uh, I guess that was as a sophomore. Um, oh no, as a junior, as a junior, but you know, I'm not saying that he's going to be that kind of guy. But can you be a Mark McLaurin type player, just solid back there, somebody you can count on? So we'll see. I, I like the group. I, I think they and, that's, and Murphy, Murphy to me is the most talented player on the defense, and he, I think he's an NFL player. I really do think that. I don't know why, but as we've talked about this, I think just slightly, I feel a little bit better about this MSU defense, like just okay. slightly overall. Yeah, because I, I guess I just. I forget about C.J. Morgan being there and potentially being able to contribute if mm-hmm. he can, you know, get healthy, and that makes you feel a little better. Um, and then some of the names that you you just call out as potential depth pieces, you just feel like one or two of them at least can hit can and be up, and yeah. be you know serviceable, and that's all they have to be. If if Murphy plays to his potential and Fred Peters is the guy that everybody's been bragging about, mm-hmm. then you just need one or two of these guys to be serviceable. Let's, and let's, I think you can get to that level. Let's try to have a depth chart real quick. Tell me if you... you I'll, I'll roll them off here. You tell me if you agree. So the line going end to end, Spencer, Crumity, Jones. That's fair. I okay. mean, I think you'd have Crumity over Pickering right now. Right now. And then I guess the next group down would be... <sighs> Sort of I'm trying to think. I know Pickering is the next next tackle. Next tackle. I mean, I think Aaron Odom has sort of dropped off a little bit. And I mean, Jack- well, the thing is, maybe he has, but who else is there? Yeah, you know. So, so Aaron Odom, Jack Harris is and, and, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, and, and then Jordan Davis can go back and forth. Yeah, so I think, and I think maybe Crumity could play on the end. I too. think he could too. I think then you're looking at is your your starting linebackers are Thompson in the middle with Davis and Brule on the sides, within Wheat Lawson. And Watson. Watson are the backups there. And Watson can play any of them. Can play any of them, right. And then your corners, I think to start, I think they're going to go Emerson and Ferg, not Ferg, um, Forbes. I think Forbes will get the start. And then their safeties will be some combination of Duncan, Murphy, and Peters. That sounds about right. That starting 11 is an average SEC defense to me. It's average. You got some some guys with some higher ceilings, but the floor seems low. The problem for me is depth because injuries are going to happen. That's what I was going to say. If you would, if you could promise me that if no I could turn one, injuries off, if you could turn injuries off, I would feel really good about Mississippi State's yeah. chances. But there's going to be some injuries, and that's yes. where they're going to have, that's where they're going to run into issues. So and where the injuries are depends. Yeah. Is going to be critical because yeah. Marcus Murphy gets hurt, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah, Martin Emerson gets hurt, you're in real trouble. He's got to stay healthy. So we'll see what happens. All right, let's move on over to our final position breakdown. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. The food truck is up and running all weekend long today. As well, I guess as you're listening, it's it's uh, it's not open because it's Thursday night. But Friday and Saturday, they will be good to go. Lunch and dinner, burgers, steak sandwiches, steak tacos, or hey, just steak. You can't go wrong with just going by a food truck and picking up a full steak dinner for a very reasonable price. Or if you want to cook it yourself. 
just step inside and tell the guys there, hey, I need some ribeyes, I need some strips, I need some fillets, I need a chuck roast, I need a brisket, I need beef ribs. They've got it all. And, of course, if they don't have it, they can get it for you. So call them today at 662-268-8148. Or if you need, you know, something online, see if they want to ship out to you. You can go to facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef and talk with the guys there. Don't be afraid to put in a special order. They love filling those for you. And, of course, like I said, if you want to make it easy for yourself this weekend, the Welcome Home Beef food truck is open. Whether you're cooking it or they're cooking it, one thing is for sure. It just tastes good. Let's talk about special teams. Guess what? We got some veterans here. We don't have a lot of questions, I don't feel. Although it looks like there may be a little bit of a battle for a kicker. But Jace Chrisman is one of the most underappreciated guys of all time. This guy has just made field goals since he took the field. I'll never forget the, the LSU game. He comes out there, and it's like a 42, 43 yard. I'm just like, what are we doing here? There's no chance this kid's going to make it. And he made it. And he's been making them ever since. And yet, it seems like every year, there's like, oh, well, we might go with this guy. But it always ends up being Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Here's where he might run into trouble. It's just an, a brand new, spanking new coaching staff that has no... If they hurt his feelings, I don't want to say they won't care, mm-hmm. but they may not care. Because <laughs> like there's no previous ties here. If they come in and, and they, for whatever reason in practice, think Brandon Ruiz is better, then I don't think there's going to be any loyalty at all here to Jace Chrisman just because right. he's kicked the last few years. That said, it's hard for me to believe that Brandon Ruiz is going to come in and beat Jace Christman because, like you said, he's been Mr. Consistency, really. Could we see another situation where – I mean, I don't think Christman is the, is the kickoff guy. Could no. We, <laughs> could Ruiz just be, be that guy and then, you know – because doesn't Ruiz have two years? I think I think that's right. And, of course, everybody has an extra year anyway. Yeah, that's right. So it's not like he couldn't, you know, come back next year. I, I, Christman strikes me as the type of guy – I think he'll tie, his time might be done. And my guess is he's graduated and he'll be ready to move uh, forward. Strictly guessing. There, it's just though. a guess. So, it's just I mean, a guess. He may love kicking. Hey man, he may love Mississippi State. It's, so. it's, it's true. Then you've got Tucker Day, who is you know, he got better. He got better when he stopped taking coaching. <laughs> no, you don't hear that very often. But <laughs> I, I he decided one day to say, "I'm not going to take. I'm not going to." I'm not going to do what you tell me anymore. And all of a sudden, he was instantly better. Yeah, There's a reason Joey Jones is not drinking coffee to this day. I, I was up there in the media room and just asked him, like, you know, you've really been, you know, you're punting well lately. Um, everything's kind of seemed to smooth out. Where what happened? And he's like, well, I just went back the way I used to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I took what the coaches were doing, and then I forgot. And I balled that up and threw it in the trash. That's basically in a much nicer way. What he said. Yeah. Um. So I'm not too worried about Tucker Day. I'm not too worried about him. The running, the uh, the returning position, looks like Javante Payton's going to get some first crack at that. I think Jaquavius Marks is going to get some cracks at that. I, I would love to see a Marcus Murphy do that, but I guess he's too valuable. But I feel like from a, an athletic standpoint, he's explosive and can do that. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Tulu Griffin back there either. Just, again, speed. I want speed back there. And of course, what do I want more than anything else, Joel? I think you know an organized plan. We're going to set up the return. We're not just going to go straight up the middle and hope for the best anymore. So. Yeah, and and you know one thing I'd like to see personally on special teams, a kickoff guy uh-huh. that kicks the football oh. into the end zone. Joel, he asking too much. <laughs> well, I just go ask for a million dollars while you're at it, huh? Ask for a, for an au pair to kick care for your children. Of all the. Of all the things of the Joe Moorhead era, that, that's one of the biggest questions. Like, you know, why, I, why I, you I have another one. You ready? Yeah. If you catch the ball 
and you're not in front of the 25-yard line, just fair catch it. Unless you see something I don't see, you know. I, I don't want to see people returning the ball out to the 22 anymore. All right, let's just be smarter about that. <laughs> you know, th- th- those three yards, they can add up. You know, yesterday I was trying to push you for assistant cornerbacks coach with Darcel McBath. Yeah, maybe, spe- maybe, we, maybe we can talk to, to Brock and see if we can get you on special team staff. I want to be assistant to the special teams coach. There you go. So, assistant, I'm the assistant special teams, assistant to the special teams coach. That's, that's me. That's, just what, that's all I want. I'll paint my office black to intimidate my subordinates and go from there. We'll see what happens with the special teams. I think that's going to be a very uh, – I think it's going to be a good group. I don't think, I don't think State's going to have the issues it had a season ago. And, and say what you want. The special teams issues cost State at least one game. The Kansas, Kansas State. Kansas State, game. yeah. It, it cost them that game. And then I'm not, I'm not averse to saying it may have cost you another one down the line. You know, just because, you know, things add up. Stupid penalties. So, but for sure, I, I, that, that, if State can clean that up and just be normal on special teams. And man, it's not was, every, I mean, every game. Last year, it was bad from the jump. I mean, in it, a super It became a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That I was looking for it and it just happened, you know? I mean, you were guaranteed that there was going to be one penalty or mishap. Or something, or a punt rolling that hit somebody's back of their foot. Something <laughs> that is just going to cost you the ball, some yards, points. And in the Kansas State game, the game. Yeah, you know, if you clean that up, I mean, that's that's a part of the battle won. If you're consistently, you know, keeping your opponent in negative field position, if you're not turning the ball over and, and giving away penalties on special teams, and if you can be decent in the return game. That helps a, especially a team like this that's going to have you know, yeah. that can't make a lot of mistakes. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Joey Jones at all here because I don't know oh, if there is any defending go. it. But I'm going to ask you this. I mean, it happened enough that you can't just chalk it up to this. But do you do you give any credence to maybe some of that last year was just bad luck? Any of that? Any of it at all? Or no. was it okay? No, because some of those things are. I mean, they're just poor coaching. Now, part of I will say this. You think about that kickoff return, right? Wouldn't Willie Gay and Marcus Murphy probably have been on the field on special teams? Probably. probably. So yeah, maybe that. But other than that, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not going to tra- attribute. It happens once. That's bad luck. It happens every game. <laughs> every single game. That is a coaching issue. All right. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that if if Stevens and Greater Tra- Garrett Trader had thrown <laughs> interceptions every game. Yeah. That's a coaching issue. So one last time, wherever he is, no coffee. <laughs> No, don't even let me catch you near a Dunkin' Donuts, Joey Jones. No, sir. No. All right, then. Uh, hope you guys have a great final weekend of non-SEC football. Watch as much football as you possibly can. Enjoy it. going to be some good games on this weekend. And uh, then Joel and I will be back on Sunday afternoon. For game week. For game week. This, this show... Next week is th- we're, I'm doing the uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do three piece. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not not doing it for the first game. Okay. I'm still gonna have the uh, the Augustinelli family reunion, but that'll be on a different day. Okay, we will have the three peas one week from today, and then when you hear us on, you know, Sunday, I assume we're post this show on Sunday as we typically have. Yeah, um, you will only be one week away from. These are the things that are true. That's true. It's a true story. Wow. That, that is true. That is the thing that is true right there. You're also all sorts of good stuff coming 
uh, very, very soon. Can't wait to get back with you on uh, Sunday afternoon for Thunder and Lightning. Have a great weekend for Joel T. Coleman. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.